denim alternate theme B. Alternate. Gotta love that. Secondary. So, so are we are we going by the the, the letters as far as the nerd denims, or are these just like, um, you know, just just free for alls or what? Free for alls. The, the nerd denim mm-hmm. is just whatever we feel like talking about. It's like an update. So it's just like uh, stuff that's changed maybe in the last couple months. Uh, we're doing them quarterly. So this is going to cover April, May, and June. Okay. So this is where we're at. And it's just been a, a few things that have happened since uh, our last Nerd Endo, which was on yes. Batman versus Dead We talked Dead. about Batman a lot. We called out some people by name. Zach. <laughs> Zach. Yes. Zach got his. Yes, he did. Uh, for sure. Although he I, I heard he sort of made up a little bit for it with this new um, Ultimate Edition that just came out just this past week. So he did. He, he I heard he didn't make up it for it for it too much, but just a little bit. <laughs> you mean uh, Batman and Super Superman was just like, hey, he's got my mom instead of being like just punching Batman in the face. <laughs> Kinda, yeah. <laughs> in this version of the movie, everything makes sense. At least a little bit more. At least a little bit, I guess. Lex Luthor doesn't just... Superman doesn't just pick up Lex Luthor and fly him over to Batman. <laughs> just hold him and be like, Hey, this guy's got my mom. And Batman's like, Well, he'll talk. <laughs> and Superman actually... There's a reason why Superman actually didn't see the bomb. Right. One off. So. Right, 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 right. Uh, you know, a little makeup here and there for you. But, hey, it is what it is for Batman v Superman. That's it. We're done with it. All right. So what's the biggest thing that happened the last couple of months? What do you think? I think the biggest thing that happened was Cavs winning that championship. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Well, I just meant to, like, you know, normal people, not oh, to okay. psychopaths. Well, I mean, also the Pens winning the Stanley Cup, so there's that. They did. All you could do is keep pace with us, too. You couldn't even make up any ground. <laughs> hey, we're on the board, you know. Once you're on the board, you're in the game. You're officially in the game when you're on the board. So let's go. <laughs> but the next biggest thing was really this whole season of Game of Thrones. Yes. The whole season's happened since we had our last nerd update, our last nerdendum. Yes. Um, so the whole thing took place. Now, I know we said it in the beginning – but obviously, if you have not seen this, like, stop. Do not write us angrily. I will not care. This is your fault. If you listen to this podcast, Hashtag we spoil something for you. You can do it, but I'm just not going to have any pity for you at all. <laughs> I mean, you can do whatever you want. I'm just not, I mean, I'm not, I won't care. Scott will not care. And I won't either. So, hashtag hate Sam. <laughs> we tried. We told you about we this. told you. That's exactly what it is. What do you think we watch on TV? Come on. But as far as the whole season, it was a fantastic season. Um, it really was a good season it's, to tell. It's not to say that any other uh, any of the other seasons weren't good, because normally great in the Game of Thrones is great. But this season, um, it was really good because everything is starting to roll down that hill towards the end. You know, uh-huh. I feel that the it's, it's like a snowball was just roll. It was just things constantly happening, episode after episode. Yeah, the dominoes were falling. It felt like there was, if as much stuff has happened, it still felt like there was a lot, you know, it was plotting in some cases. But I, I'll tell you, uh, just the the fact that we're, we're where we ended, right? 
you know, I almost feel like they could have spaced that out a little bit more. But we got the last two episodes of the season, which, you know, say what you want about other seasons. A lot of people like season three. Um, season two was really good. Um, season six felt like the second climax of the show. Uh, the first being the the Red Wedding, of course. Right. Um, at the end of season three. So it felt like this, if you're calling a story in three parts, it felt like the end of part two took place, you know, uh, at the end of uh, this season. And the end of part one was the Red Wedding. Okay. And that was the real paradigm shifter where things really changed. And now some of the order, the, some of the chaos that was caused by the Red Wedding has been restored. You know, right. the Starks have Winterfell again. Yep. The, uh, you know, uh, Filch from Stupid Harry Potter's dead. <laughs> uh, someone, someone had to die. Yeah. Walter Frey got his. So he definitely like, got river, his. The Riverlands are probably going to be back where they should be. Um, and then we'll see. I guess we'll see how that goes. But I don't I mean, we'll see that the Riverlands will stand to be under one of Walter Frey's idiot offspring since they're all dumb. And then uh, you've got... The Starks hand, hitting the North up, and uh, now there's a new chaos, which is just what's what's so interesting. So the houses that won the Red Wedding, so to speak, right? right. The the Lannisters, the uh, you know uh, the Tyrells, they're they're destroyed. You know they're completely flipped. And uh, what well, Lannisters you know, aren't destroyed? I mean Lannisters. Well, I mean I sketch you still got Jamie his side, his arm. What future do you have? I mean, yes, Cersei's on the throne, but she's beset on all sides by enemies, and she is she's not long for this. And I'll tell you this: I have a strong suspicion that Jamie is not going to be particularly happy with his sister uh, using the wildfire that he basically sacrificed his entire honor his for. His entire honor, you know, killed the Mad King over it, and mm -hmm. all of a sudden, you know, it's like Cersei was really taken. His place or the Mad King's place. I mean, I just destroyed the same idea, guy, and everything that um and, and saved the city with my, with his honor. And now you're his lover, his sister, <laughs> is taking the same spot. So he's it's almost like he's doing this all over again. Or what is he going to do? Because he's conflicted now. This is a woman he loves. When Ned rolled up to the Iron Throne on his horse, he just rode it in, right? Yeah. And Jamie was sitting there. So Jamie's sitting in the Iron Throne, and he had just murdered the Mad King. He killed the king to stop the wildfire from going off and destroying the city. And you flip it the other way, Jamie rides into the throne room, and his 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 sister sitting on the Iron Throne after the king has died because she blew up the city with the same wildfire. With the same wildfire. So it's an inversion, and it's it's it's. I mean, that's that's got a smart, you know. That can't be a good feeling that he's got over uh, what Cersei is. I mean, it's jeez, that's just it's, it's just calling back so much stuff that he went through, and like wow, mm -hmm. it's, it's just all coming back, you know, just coming back to him. So that's that's really interesting. It's, it's it was a lot of things that happened this season. And how about that wildfire, man? That explosion on TV was amazing. Yeah, that was. It's a television show, you know? Yeah, it, the first 20 minutes were like, it was something out of a movie. I couldn't, I tried to, I haven't watched the whole episode again since I watched it, but I must have watched those first 20 minutes like five times already. I've done a, I've done a total rewatch of the uh, the last episode. I, in the last two, I think I watched twice. I'm probably going to 
redo my entire rewatch of the series that I do every year after the season ends so that I can, you know, right. look back and see characters that, you know, eventually did become, it's just, that's a weird, it's a crazy thing I like to do, but, uh, I, I did the same it, did, thing. it felt like a horror movie. It felt like a horror movie. It was you know? crazy. It was the special effects. I mean, this, this, this is something that you would see on a big budget, um, you know, movie theater type. That's why I will hope right. that at some point, which I know they're not there. They, this would actually be up on a big screen, but if you had a big screen or watching on like projector TV or what have you, this is really it was really cinematic from the music, the piano, light piano tones and everything that um, carried all the way up until the explosion was spectacular. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then the silence after that too for a while, oh, you know, just man. zoop. Yeah. And Cersei's like, nope, I win because I was the one to go to the lengths. No one else would. Yeah. Like, yeah. nope, no one else. Be like, well, we gotta throw the nuke out there. And <laughs> she's like, yep, we're gonna do it. She she, she put on her black outfit. You know, became oh. like the the dark queen, the dark evil queen, who she was really meant to be after this whole time, and mm-hmm. really just, oh, you you gotta um. Um, thinking about how did she, what, what did she feel about a prophecy? Is, it was, if is it was, was it something like, okay, well, I know what my prophecy is. I know all my children are going to die at some point, and I might as well just go ahead and do whatever and not try what to save my children. How did she not think that Tommen was going to react in 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 a in a harsh type of way? Well, what's he going to do? What's he? He didn't think he he hadn't shown suicidal tendencies. For sure. I don't think, I think that's a surprise. That surprised the heck out of me, first of all. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? I've seen, you know, I feel like we know more about what's going on with Tom and than she does just because we've seen all the scenes of him talking to the right. the High Sparrow and, and Marjorie and stuff. And so we like understand his motivations even better than she does. But, you know, the whole <laughs> the fact that he just did a header without doing anything. Like she, mm-hmm. she maybe thought he was going to come and there was going to be backlash or maybe she'd be mad, but I don't think she saw him jumping out the window. No, she did not exactly that, but something really harsh, you know, a real harsh reaction. I mean, you killed his his wife, Queen, um, Queen Marjorie, uh-huh. and you basically usurp all his 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 whole. You just disrespect his whole kingdom, you know, with with this you know one event and everything. And he's like, "Wow, I just made a call." And my mom, <laughs> she just goes and blows up everything. What what, what can you do? <laughs> really? I, am I really the king? Who's who's in charge here? You know how are you they know, how are they going to look like, at me? I'm like, hey, let's stop just having trials by by combat. Right. And then my my mom blows up the church. She just blows up the church. Whew. She just blows up the whole city. <laughs> smashes that guy with the bell. Just splatters him. Oh my goodness! <laughs> oh, how how about Lancel? That, that was Lancel that was blowing, trying to blow the candle, right? Oh yeah, that's Lancel. Yeah. How about him just crawling up? And once he sees the wildfire, he's just like, "Wow, I know what is about to happen." I mean, it was just, <laughs> like it was nothing you could do. And then he's like, <laughs> trying to <laughs> blow the fire off the candle. It's nothing you could do. All that green, that green reflection that came into his eye, mm-hmm. and then bam. It was it was it was chaos everywhere, and I actually thought it was a lot more wildfire that was going to go through. Like, because the way we heard the wild about the wildfire, it was that it was it's a lot set throughout all throughout you know King's Landing, from my understanding, uh-huh. right? So I thought the wildfire was going to go you know grow out a little bit more, but it really was centralized at the at the Septon, right? 
Well, when when the think I think that you're right, and I think there are more caches of it, and that's how she's going to maintain power and order. Okay, is that she's going to be like, you know, you really want to step out of line, you know, I'm willing to use this once. I have more, and and something that's interesting is well, and this is really I'm going to draw parallel. Too. I'm going to draw a historical parallel. Okay, is that uh, at the end of World War II, the United States had the atomic bomb. They dropped one, uh-huh. and then the the Japanese were like, yeah, right. Like you can do that again, and then they dropped another one, and they're like, you know, crap. They have a bunch of them. They surrendered. You know what I mean? Like they can produce more if they need to. Uh-huh. And I want to feel. I feel like that somebody is going to challenge her and be like, you know, oh, you know, well, you can't do that again. And she's just going to be like, boop. Lee <laughs> Bottom's going to go up and be like, we'll see about that. Well, you're, right? you're bringing up a good point. I really haven't really considered um, the possibility of her actually using this again. You know, so if she knows that it was a cachet of it um, right under. You know where she blew everything up. Um, the possibilities of her doing it again is just very, you know, very high. Um, and for her to maintain order, I mean, she's she's a tyrant. <laughs> she is, and and she's gonna have hostages from these houses that are loyal to her. That you know, the ones that are left. Uh-huh. Like I'm, I'm assuming, assuming she's got the the Crownlands, the Westerlands, and I'm guessing the Stormlands. Although I'm not sure about that. Uh-huh. So she's got those three, and uh, my guess is that she'll have hostages in King's Landing, right? And then she'll be like, "Well, I'm gonna, I'll just light it all off if I have to, right?" And that that's gonna be something that you know is gonna be problematic for uh, for the forces like for Daenerys to deal with. Is like, what do I do? You know, if she's got this person's crazy. She already was gonna poison Tom at once, right? In yes. season two, yes, she had, see yes. people for, people forget that people forget that she was gonna poison him rather than let him Wait, fall into enemy hands. Was that Tommen or was that Joffrey? That was Tommen. She had Tommen on the throne. Ah, okay, okay. Well, no, Joffrey, Tom, was, Joffrey was out. Um, he was he was about to uh, fight in the Blackwater, right? No, then he then he got sent back in with his mommy. Remember, Tyrion didn't Tyrion send him back in? It's like go, uh, go yeah, with yeah, your mother. Yeah, yeah, but he was out there <laughs> in, b- before Tyrion sent him back in. Right. Yeah. So that was Tommen on the throne with her uh, when she was sitting before um, Tywin came in, right? Yeah, yeah. Huh. I think was that the episode where he goes, "We'll give him a red smile," and Tyrion's like, "Shut up!" Get out of here. <laughs> and then the hound and, and the hound told him to go fuck, and they go fuck himself. Right? That's what the hound did. Huh. Uh, yeah, I gotta go back so, and watch those episodes. Oh man, Blackwater is really good. And then you know, I've been rewatching the first season a little bit, and wow. this like Tyrion just being like, you know, shut up, Joffrey, like <laughs> just like dismissing him, just slapping. Yeah, him around he's slapping him around and everything, just pimp, uh, pimp slapping him. But um, yeah, I mean, just to follow up on your point again about that wildfire, uh, remember the one flashback or the the one vision Bran had, where mm-hmm. we okay, we seen where the um the, how the wildfire blew through all out the catacombs and stuff, right? Yeah. So I remember there was a uh, another wildfire scene where it was show some uh, two guys or two people pouring some wildfire into a uh, a glass picture or something. You remember that? Right. That we're getting the wildfire ready. Okay. So we didn't see that scene, right? We didn't see that scene. No, it's possible that's from a different time. Huh. Which is what I mean. What else are you going to use against dragons? Like that's the thing. Is 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 that like an army uh-huh. is super useless against against what Daenerys is going to do? Right. It's 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 super duper useless, and you can't hide in your 
in your walls, or you just get they just get melted, right? Because right. that's what happened to Harrenhal. That's how Harrenhal got wrecked. Uh, for people that didn't know that, okay, is Aegon showed Aegon the Conqueror showed up, and the, you know the guy that was in charge of Harrenhal, who was a king from the uh, from the Iron Islands, is basically like, yeah, we'll see what we'll see what you can do to me here. And he goes, okay, and just burn it and melted the stupid thing, <laughs> just melt it, <laughs> okay, and, like cooked him like you know, huh. uh, like a hot dog. So so uh, like, what are you gonna do? Well, you can hold hostage at the city that she's trying to reclaim. Hmm. And then be like, well, I mean, I guess you could use your dragons, but I don't know how you're going to do that because if you do, it'll set off all this wildfire in the city and it'll just burn the city to the ground. So if you're trying to conquer wow. it and you're willing to put, and you tell Daenerys, wow. hey, you're going to put, if you're willing to put the lives of a million people at risk, uh-huh. you know, go ahead. But I mean, if just for your own personal glory, and she'll have to be like, you know, she'll probably be like, nope. I haven't heard that perspective. That's a great perspective, Scott. Wow. It is. I'm going to huh. write that down. <laughs> write that I'm gonna write down. write that down, and I'm going to have it, I'm going to seal it in an envelope and put it in a safe deposit box. And then when it happens, I'll cash it in for internet points. But that's that's really good on um I mean as far as a war, you know, strategy and everything for Cersei to have that in her back pocket. That's 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 really brilliant on And, you know, and just end. and just think about the scene where where Daenerys asks Tyrion if Cersei would do it and he'll be like, "Yep." <laughs> be like, "Oh yes." Oh yeah, she, she would do this. That's my sister. She does oh, not yeah. care about the small folk at all. She would do this. You know, they took her kids like that's all that was tethering her to sanity and that's gone. Okay, so how 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 fast do you okay? Because there's supposedly like 15 episodes left between two seasons, which we know is a lot. It's just, it's it's coming fast, and a lot is supposed to happen. Um, how fast do you think the war between Daenerys and Cersei will happen? Do you think that'll be like at the beginning of next season? Do you think they're going they're going to save everything into like the latter part? Um, how do you think that's going to roll? I don't know. I that's I'm not sure exactly how that's going to go because I really feel like like or do you think that we're going to have a mini war before then? I think she's going to send like an envoy to to Jon Snow and like, you know, tell him to bend the knee and then but I think that what's going to happen is if Snow like he can't march south cuz he knows he needs to keep his army north. Right. But I could see him mar- marching south to take the Riverlands back for the Tullys, right? Right. And going with the Knights of the Vale or something like that. Right. And then having, you know, being asked if you, you know, would you proclaim whatever, you know, for Daenerys and then being like, you know, we, we got to go together and fight against this master. <laughs> and they're being like, Night's King, you know, Night's what? So you think so it's an army of zombies. Let me get on my dragon and fly on out of here. Right. Um, but that's, uh, you know, I, I'm not sure how that'll all shake out, but I'm pretty sure that. I feel like Daenerys will wipe wipe the armies that come after her off like right just wipe them off the table. Right. And then and then Cersei will just be like then there'll be a, a siege of King's Landing that'll just go on forever cuz Cersei will be like holding holding the hostage holding, like she'll be holding the whole hold, city hold hostage. the city hostage because she has the wildfire. Man, right, that's, get- that's, that's cuz I mean I mean you, you have to think that because of the big army that um Daenerys has coming to um Westeros King's Landing and uh, she would have the full advantage, but with that wildfire, I mean, that's that's a, that's incredible. That's really, yeah. that's really, really good. Now, would would there be alliances, or is, is Cersei in a would be she be in alliance with like Littlefinger? How how does that shake out? How do you think? Well, the Reach and Dorne are with um, they're with uh, Daenerys. Okay, and the North and the Vale are with Jon. Okay. So what's it? And the, then the Westerlands 
are with obviously with um with Cersei. So the real question is what's happening with these other kingdoms and will they all have to come will they all fight or will the you know, will Bran basically telling John, like, oh you're a Targaryen, right? Like is that gonna make him more likely to ally with Daenerys? Right. Or not? Or is that not? Right. You know, that's the request. Like I I think that the end game they're looking at is, you know, the house a lot of those houses are destroyed there's going to be a completely new order like you figure if you if you assume the lannisters are going to lose you'd have the Tyrion basically being the heir to castle rock which he is the rightful heir to castle rock right so that's actually he's still in play and alive and is actually the rightful lord of that right um and then you have uh you know we'll see what happens with sweet robin although i'm pretty sure you know what you know i don't know what Littlefinger's endgame is but that that's that's what what's really interesting. I, like the the alliance. Well, Littlefinger's trying to get on an Iron Throne any possible way, so he's looking at his situation. Well, he looks he's looking at the table, seeing how everything's played out. He may actually just you know stay to the back and let everybody just fight it out, and then you know he he just comes in um, swinging with with a, with a, with whatever hands he has to play with. I could see him a trying to steal a dragon. <laughs> Littlefinger on a dragon. Yeah. Oh man, I need that picture. <laughs> I can see him. I, I really see him trying to marry Daenerys, though. Huh? Like that's what I see happen. Okay. Um, and that's what I would imagine would be that would be a crazy alliance. Main... Her and Littlefinger. Wow. Oh, I don't think it'll succeed. Cause she won't trust him, and because Tyrion's gonna be like, no. <laughs> but, oh, this guy. He's uh, yeah. I kicked him out of. Uh, <laughs> I kicked him right the heck out of King's Landing because he betrayed the uh, the hand of the king. So we can't trust him for nothing. Mm-mm. No. You know. So, so how is um Littlefinger and Sansa's deal going to play out? Like, I don't know, man. I mean, like, it's hard for me. I don't even know how to speculate because there's a lot of things they could do with Sansa. I think her and Littlefinger is a boring match. Um, you know, I, I, I could see. I don't know. I can see him sacrificing himself for her, like that being like, you know, and her finally believing that he liked that he really loved her or something. But uh-huh. beyond that, I don't know that there's any part of that story left to tell, you know? Like she's the legitimate like she's the legitimate uh I guess the last legitimate heir heir of Winterfell. Right. And then John is technically the most has the most legitimate claim to the Iron Throne. Right. Actually, right. right. He actually does have the most legitimate claim because he is actually the oldest son of the oldest son. Right. The oldest living son of the oldest living son. Right. So because Rhaegar had more living issue, he is technically prime seat for the Iron Throne. And we know for sure that Rhaegar is his, his dad. We know that for yeah, sure. Yeah, HBO like published a, <laughs> like went in and published a, uh-huh. a genealogy tree, so we do know it's not a mystery. Oh, they actually did. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, so I mean, it's not like the same thing. It's like, well, we'll see next year. It's like, nope. And, yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah, don't 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 linger that out because that was a mystery that's been long supposed to, to actually happen between mm-hmm. book readers and show watchers, especially oh, book yeah. readers for the past twenty years. Oh yeah, they've been all about that. So uh, you know. Uh, yeah, I mean it's definitely uh Well, I guess the other big point is um how do the White Walkers play into all this? Well, that's the thing, it's like will will they be able to finish off all the stuff that's happening in the south in time to get north, I think, is really the question. So okay. like will will they know that it's enough of a problem to either, you know, uh, band together and get rid of Cersei or Well who know um, um who well who know that it's much of a problem? Like Daenerys, I think, because she's got the Ace card, right? Yeah, because she the can make dragon glass, and I feel like uh, the reason Valerian Steel is 
so effective against the White Walkers is because of Dragonfire. I think the Dragonfire, you know what I mean? They breathe into it and it imbues it with a, some sort of magical property right. that allows it to be used against the others, okay. which is the other name for the White Walkers. Although I'm sure if you are listening to this podcast, you know that. You know that. You know that stuff. <laughs> so uh, there's some real uh, – it's really interesting to see what's going to happen with that, right? Like that's going to be uh, – I feel like while the White Walkers is a big legitimate threat – uh, could be a very cool thing, but I feel that we should know a little bit more about this threat, or at least get a little, uh, maybe know more motivations. Like, why are they doing what they do? Is are they just like a Terminator? They <laughs> they just kill just because that's just what they do. Right. What are their exact motivations? So I feel that we need like at least an episode, a half an episode, to to really establish why the White Walkers are doing what they're doing. And destroying everything in their path. The white wall. Well, I, I mean, the wall is going to have to eventually come down. Why do yes. they break down the wall? Well, I think the Terminator comparison is apt for sure. As obviously they were a weapon created to stop the the first men from from knocking the children all the way out. Like that's why they exist. The real question is, did they develop a motivation beyond that? Okay. Right? And then it makes it the very apt comparison to artificial intelligence, in my opinion. Hmm. So they developed their own wants, needs, hierarchy, uh, animus, all of that. And they were no longer just to wipe out the men. Uh-huh. Like they were existing for their own procreation. Right. And remember, they, they can make new others. Right. Because they can turn people into others by touching them that way. Right. So Is that the reason they why they was taking Crasher's babies? Yes, that's what that whole scene was all okay. about, and why. And they introduced the Night's King so early in comparison to the books. Like, boom, he's like, "Oh, he's here!" Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, and then, of course, Hardhome was when we've we seen exactly what just his, turns his and looks at him and yeah. raises his yeah. arms, and <laughs> an army of the dead coming for you. Right, winter is officially here. You know, right? So, so this is dude. dawn of the, the the long winter. So, of course. You know, at some point, the um, the walkers are going to have to present themselves and stake their claim. So you were talking about like artificial intelligence, as far as them. I mean, they yeah, you got you know, I get into that. I just fall into that stuff. As, well, I mean, they you know. they show flashes of that. I mean, every any when the hard home um, episode where the Night King is up on his horse with his other three horsemen, you know, looking mm-hmm. like the four horsemen. He's looking right. down at John pensive like. He's, he's like, you know, who is this guy or what is this guy? And, um, I mean, that has to show some sort of intelligence there. He's not just, you know, directing his whites to um, not just doing that to destroy everything. Um, he's really letting John know at the end of that that this is this is me. I'm here. <laughs> I'm about to um, – this is what I got. What do you have? You know, that, right. that takes some sort of intelligence, some artificial intelligence, if you will. Well, if he's a creation, I think that's that's what's apt about it is that he's a creation of the children. Uh-huh. So it, it would be like if we created, uh, you know, an artificial intelligence to battle to just to take care of a threat, and it turned out that that now the artificial intelligence Sky realizes, net. yeah, yeah. So the artificial intelligence realizes it needs to perpetuate itself, and so the threat to the biggest threat to it is us, right? That's right. I guess what Terminator is right. about. Right. So, so also it's about a, a machine murdering people, and Arnold Schwarzenegger looking super cool doing it. Don't discount that part of Terminator. Uh, I would really be disappointed if Schwarzenegger showed up as the Knights King and started making Mister Freeze lines in the middle of. I'm going to break your wall down with ice. I'm going to ice you out. 
Like, come on, can we get? We could have got anyone else. Well, Arnold really wanted the party. Was he, he paid us? <laughs> I'm going to freeze you, Bran. I'm going to find you. I'm going to follow you beyond the wall. Yeah. <laughs> Go to Westeros. I'm going to. I'm going to punch down this puny wall. <laughs> Build a wall. Now he's got those ads for for mobile strike, right? Yeah. That ad yeah. was like yeah, build a wall that. three three times higher than you need to stop my white walkers. <laughs> that, uh, <laughs> get those get those big stupid uh, get those big stupid anchor things and throw them at the white walkers. Mm-hmm. Wow, Arnold as a, as a <laughs> night king. Yeah, I'm raising my arms. Look at the zombies. <laughs> Oh, it's funny too because what they call they call the they call him the Night's King on the show, but the Night King in a book. Yeah. What the heck is the difference? I don't know that there's a difference. I think it just sounds a little different. It's like a Game of Thrones versus Game of Thrones. Another question I had, Sir Devils, how does he know so much? How does he even know the Night King, or is that just uh, we may have broached this before? But um, how do, how does he know who the Night King is? I feel like he got a refresher <laughs> when John and those guys came back. I think feel like they told them okay. about what happened. Okay, okay. They're like, we really wish we wouldn't have killed Mance and okay. all those other guys. It seemed <laughs> silly. And then we have Samwell, Sam, mm-hmm. in, in, in the big library, the Game of Thrones library. <laughs> yeah. Trying to find out everything he can to defeat, you know, the you know, the, the win the Great War. So he has a lot of um, learning to do as far as his um, his part in the whole story. Well, this is this is like you know his, his this is where he's always wanted to be. I think is yeah. learning and reading, and that's like what he always has loved. And you know, he's got a uh, you know he's going to be there, and, and hopefully, I guess uh, there's a point to him being there. So I'm guessing he'll find something that's important. About he might play a know. bigger part to the story than anybody, really. You know? Yeah, I've seen some some people have been theorizing online that he's like the narrator, like the Frodo. Huh. It's actually Sam, like as a maester, an old maester telling these stories and stuff. And okay, you know. Mm. Well, it's going. And the idea is that they'll eventually. I, I my my idea is that when they when they do finish like kill the Night's King and break the spell. Like the seasons go back to normal, and like he's saying, explaining that the seasons were long, long, long before and stuff. And right. I don't know. I feel like that's part of the end game. Well, it's going to be interesting to see how everything lands. Um, I guess another question too is obviously George R. R. Martin Germ, <laughs> as some people call him, is it going to finish these books once the once the series ends? So, do you think? This benefits him because he can actually go an entirely different route once the series ends. Well, not just that. Imagine if he told some these guys something that like sucked. Mm-hmm. Like he told them, "Oh, this is how Arya gets out of uh, Bravos." Right. And they were like, "All right, we'll do it." And then everyone was like, "That seemed kind of stupid. Like, why didn't she, you know, hide better?" Right. 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 Or why didn't she look more like she was trying to lead this the way back? Like you know what I mean? Like if she had put herself out as bait and then just gone straight back to the to needle right. and cut out the whole actress getting you know killed part, right. it would have made a lot more sense, right? Right. Uh, so you know, I, I just is that was so probably more in the like, direction of the like you know the the, the, the creators of right. the show more than him. He probably just said, but okay, now, well this is what happens with Arya, yeah. okay, and then they disc- then they feel that they have to put together how it happens. So imagine like imagine if you know you were trying to lie to someone right and it was me and you and we were both trying to lie to someone and they uh-huh. were like 
well, why don't you tell me what happened and you make something up? And they're like, I don't believe that at all. Like, I'm not going to tell the same lie, right? Like, I'm not going to tell the same story you just told. I'm going to change right. up some stuff. Right. Like, I believed half of it. What? It, and it's like, oh, well, it's not actually what happened. I don't know what he's talking <laughs> about, right? So I feel like there's a little bit of – I feel like there maybe is some of that, right? Yeah, possibly. You know, or you could just look at it in two separate mediums. You know, one right. is going one direction with the same characters – and, and from the way I hear the books, because I haven't started reading the, reading the books yet, so hashtag mm-hmm. hate Sam on that. Um, <laughs> but I will, because I'm I'm so into this thing. I, I think I have to start you know start reading these books because um, this ending game is about to be epic. But once once the series ends, and and George can actually get into a creative, probably just a creative role. Then it'll it'll go probably in a direction that we've like I said um, will be a different direction from what the series ends because it will be telling like the same like like you said telling telling the same story a different way and is that a really a satisfying thing for people for book readers who've been going through this for like twenty twenty five years yeah I don't think that would be really satisfying for them you know so. But yeah, it was a really great season of Game of Thrones this year. Um, a lot of build up from like the very first season, a lot of setup. You know, I remember when I first started watching Game of Thrones, I th- I thought it was just so much stuff to like, who are all these people? I'm forgetting all these characters. Right. And it's each season um, came on the characters. You just got really engrossed in them, and then you start to finally understand who was who, what was what, and. When you watch it multiple times, you just find some nuances. You find some Easter eggs. You find some things that are put in there that are well. You find that it was really great, well put together series. So finally, when this season comes, you get like a bunch of different things happening in succession. You get like the reveal of the red woman being a a, a four or five hundred old year lady. You get like um, Jon Snow coming back. You know, mm-hmm. by like the second, third episode. Yeah, the first episode, it's all like recap from, you know, he bring, Jamie brings back Priscilla and then um, Theon and Sansa are still running away, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, think about this for a second. This Think about Theon went from Winterfell to the Iron Islands to Marine. Yeah. To that big flotilla at the end, all in one season. All in one season, um, yeah. You know, and then in the second episode, Jon comes back. And Ramsey murders Roos, which I, which was my big shock. One of my big shocks yeah, in the beginning a, was, was that he did shocker. that. I was like, "Whoa! Yeah. No you way. killed your daddy!" Like, "Whoa!" You know, and uh, so that's crazy. And then the next episode had the hanging, right? Yeah, yeah, with the um, with the um, the cast of black folks. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. was that the same episode, or was it the very next episode we got the Red Woman reveal? At the I think of- that was in at the end of two, because mm-hmm. uh, she thought she failed. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, and she yep. was still all messed yes. up. Yes, yes. From yes. Uh, not no, no. It was in the one because she was still all messed up from believing Stannis was Azor High. Really? Was that the, the prince who was promised? I really want to say it was, but I could okay. be wrong. Okay. And then um, Osha, uh-huh. uh, you know, uh, is revealed, like tries to kill Ramsey and gets nailed. Yeah, that, was, that was quick and painless for her. And that's also the same one where uh, Daenerys pushes the all the fire stuff over and kills all the cows. Huh, okay. And says, I'm the cow. 
And everyone's like, hey, <laughs> don't try to burn her. <laughs> that ain't going to work. Yeah, that's not going to work uh, there, Bob. You know, actually, that's making me think maybe that wildfire goes off and Dan Aries is the only one that survives it. And that'd be crazy, right? She's just standing there. <laughs> All the wildfires going off everywhere. That's, that's quite possible, but that'd I mean, pretty cool. I, I'm sure you wouldn't want that because she that would be at the expense of everything else that she's trying to rule, right? Uh-huh. You know? Yes, yes. Oh. So, Yes, it has something le- you know else um, left to rule. But right. yeah, it was just a, a really great season. Multiple things. Have you got oh, the boy. brand flash? You know the 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 weirwood tree, the three eyed raven. Um, you have that. You ha- yeah. You have the tower of joy. Yeah, the tower of joy. Which we have. Yes. We barely. I mean, we've talked yeah. about it a little bit. But we've not really gone into how it's just you know, that's crazy. Yeah, it was a um, that's nuts. Um. It was a big thing in the books, and it was great to see it in a, in a visual on the, on the show. Seeing Young Neck start, seeing um, Bran just actually walking in his um, in his visions. Um, you're seeing his contact with the Night's King, you know, the Night Yeah, the Night's King. I keep on saying Night, um, and seeing how that affects him when he touches him. Um, he's actually able to GPS track him wherever he goes. <laughs> <laughs> right, like I'm pretty sure they're just gonna. I'm pretty sure they're just gonna be able to follow him around, right? <laughs> um. So yeah, I mean, and then and then he sees uh, um his dad, um in the Tower of Joy or near the Tower mm-hmm. of Joy, fighting that um, fighting that legendary battle that his dad always talked about. Right, and yeah, and yeah, and it being like different, like that's not what he said happened. He said he just beat him. Yeah, you know. And oh then, man. And then take five more episodes to find out exactly who was in that um who was in that tower screaming. You know? so, right. I mean, it was pretty obvious. Yeah, it was. It was pretty obvious. Then you got like the battle with the bastards. Woo! <laughs> what a battle! What a title to an episode. I love that title. The battle with oh. the bastards. Oh, it was so good. <laughs> My question is, what's the high sparrow gonna do next? Right? Nah, I'm just kidding. He's gonna be burned alive. Bah, he's dead. He is gone. <laughs> yeah. And then, like I said, at the very end, you get like Tommen dying. You get Cersei um, uh, sitting on the throne. Daenerys is on her way to Westeros. The very last scene. Mm-hmm. Oh man, it's about all to the, be a crazy all, season. Seven. All the Tyrells are dead. All the Tyrells are dead. All of them, other than the best one. So they did at least leave the best Tyrell. Oh yeah, yeah. She was, and, she was, she was pimp. She was um, just whew, when she was talking to the Sand Snakes. She basically <laughs> was just like STFU. Like we're busy. You look like a little boy. <laughs> I'm just gonna just shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Like the grown women she, speak. Yeah, she gave her. She gave her the Doctor Evil shh. <laughs> And the whole bag of sh- and, right and, here. and it's funny because there was nothing they could do about it. They could just, <laughs> I mean, because if it was a man, if it was a guy, they probably would have slipped. Oh, <laughs> you think you can talk to us like that? And she's like, yeah, yeah, yeah I'm going to talk yeah. to you like that all I want. And you're going to enjoy it. <laughs> People are going to ask for more of this. Oh, yeah. What, what role is she going to play? I mean, well, I already know what role she plays, but I know she's not on those ships. Is she? Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
I don't know. I think it's pretty obvious. Like, the Lannisters already declared war on everybody. They're just coming for you, you know? Yeah. Like, seriously, you gotta know that there's no way around it. Right. But, like, Uncle Kevin's dead. Lancel's dead. Like, all, like, man. All those are dead. Man. Wow. And all the High Septons, mm-hmm. all those lords, all those lords of the realm that were in, all those courtiers, like, it's... Faith Militant. Ooh, the Faith Militant's done. You've still got Zombie Mountain. Zombie Mountain, who's probably... Zombie Mountain's probably around. raping, um... <laughs> Who knows what's going on there? <laughs> who, yeah, who knows what's going on there? It's, we can it's only really imagine. best to just leave that, leave that open. Yeah, like, yeah. Don't. I'm don't, gonna say that she is not enjoying yeah, herself. Don't even visit, revisit that. Let let that linger in your mind. What's going on there? Nope, you probably don't want to know. No way. <laughs> but I love no the way Cersei way. just, you know, she just had to do it. She just had to go back. Let's let and and um and torture because I mean she was being tortured by her, you know, and um she really confessed everything to you know to her and left out of the room shame, shame, shame. The very last thing that happened with her, that right? Was, that was very classic, very very um very good season. I liked it a lot, and I'm glad that they didn't drop the ball and that episode 10 was – I figured episode 10 would be a letdown, but it was not a letdown. No, it was actually the high point. Usually the end of every season um, is like a setup for the next season, which is yeah. in some points what this episode was, with which you you know is going to have to be something else happening. But after um, – usually the, the ninth episode is when the big battles happen. So you got, like, the penultimate episode having everything happen in it. And then the, the final episode is like, okay, it's the setup for the next season. This episode, I would say it was actually better than Battle of the Bastards. These were these, – these were really – if you watch them in conjunction, they're really great episodes to watch back-to-back um, and really plays out like a good two-hour movie. Um, a battle in the first part, and then like total chaos in the last part. Yeah, and you know the so that last episode is so good. I think it's we're not even talking really about that. That like we haven't even discussed how the battle of the bastards went down. Right. We haven't even discussed how you know John is an idiot and should he really be in charge of anything? And I, w- I would say listen. idiot. He's just not a um. He he's not a um a war leader. I mean, he's not a. He's just not that type. But because of his lineage and because who he is, and he's really the most noblest out of them all. Um, mm-hmm. they they trust him. That's why he's a leader. Right, right. You know, he he needs actually a Tyrion. <laughs> And it really, really goes to show you, I mean, speaking of which, how um, many mistakes Daenerys has made, which Mm -hmm. is what a lot of mistakes Jon is is making right now. But she's lucky enough to now have um, Tyrion at her side, you know, um, um, giving her direction. And Tyrion, I mean, I love the way his character has been for these past six seasons. I mean, he went from just really just being... I, I, if you want to call it shit it on <laughs> to now he's the hand of the queen. I mean, he's really at the point of where he wants to be, you know I mean? And he said, right. and this was a character who I remember one episode where he was at castle black talking about white walkers. What? I, that's a myth. Um, dragons, a, a grum- myth, you know, dragons, gremlins are snarks. Yeah. Is what he yeah. Said. Yeah. So now he's a believer. 
You know, right. and that's very important for the development of a character, especially in a universe like this, you know, with a lot of fantasy stuff happening. You know, he's a believer in um the um the the magic and the the, the power and the force that Daenerys brings. And I mean, in, in that one scene, it's almost like he was kind of like in love with her, or you know, maybe showing googly eyes. <laughs> I don't know, but um, he's he's gonna do. He's he's really great at being um, her hand. Right, he really is. He's really good at it for sure. All right. So, anything else you want to say about the throne? Game of Thrones? Mm-hmm. Uh, no. <laughs> it was nice to see the John Targaryen. Although I don't know why they had to punk out and not tell us his actual Targaryen name. I mean, I figured that would have been like, who cares? That makes it t- seem like they're trying to fake us out with something. They're, they're... And they post that genealogy. It's like, obviously you're not, right? Yeah, I got to see this post because I haven't seen it yet. So um, I got to mm. set my game up on that. And um, I didn't know that he actually had a different name. <laughs> yeah. Other than... They said his name is, and then it cut out. It's oh, like, wow. On. Okay. Yeah, 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 pretty much. Well, um, I think we're going to wrap up here. Um, I do want to do another Nerdendum and talk about, you know, a couple other things at some point. Um, so I, even though we do this thing every quarter, um, it's still a couple of things that happen um, for these past three months. Yeah. That we still, you know, should talk about. So we may even come up with a quick Nerdendum, you know, sooner than later. So keep tuned. Oh, before we go, though, we got your email of the week. Okay, yes. This is from Jerry in D.C. Uh-huh. It says, I was at a college reunion, and I had no ride down to the dinner for a couple hours, so I decided to walk over to the movie theater next door and see X-Men Apocalypse. About half an hour into the movie, I was so disgusted by what they did to X-Men that I walked out and just sat on a bench for three hours <laughs> instead of sitting in the movie. Wow. So he paid, <laughs> he paid what? 10, 12 bucks to see the movie and didn't even finish the movie? It just left. And he oh, had nothing else. It, he had nothing else to do. <laughs> that is crazy. I mean. Oh, man. And I, I'll give you my opinions next nerd in them um, about the um, X-Men. But I probably wouldn't take it as far as he did. But it uh, <laughs> it just left. Oh, man. Wow, he just see, left. That's, hey, that's a statement. <laughs> That's a statement that you made, bored as heck, but didn't want to stay in there watching X-Men. Zach. Oh, oh, man. Brian. <laughs> Brian. <laughs> Come on, Brian. All right, well, tell them where, they're, uh, where they can reach us, Scott. Yeah, uh, you can hit us at uh, Twitter, at uh, Nerdcyclopedia. And obviously, we're on iTunes. Keep those ratings coming. We appreciate those of you who have rated us so far. Awesome. Uh, really appreciate that very much. And uh, also, you can get us at Nerdcyclopedia Podcast at gmail.com. And our website. Don't forget our awesome website, nerdcyclopedia.com. All right. Well, any, uh, any, any feedback, we really appreciate that. And we'll see you next time. Absolutely. And now, Crazy Man. Go ahead, Crazy Man. Crazy <laughs> Man.